Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of She Is Me Unapologetically. Um, Thank you, first and foremost, to everyone that listens to my podcast. You guys do not go unnoticed. You all know this. So if you listen every time I upload, try to bring in some new people to listen. Um, But today, like, I'm very, very, very excited about what I'm going to talk about. I woke up this morning with a lot of thoughts on my mind for this episode and just, in general, just a lot of thoughts pertaining to what is going on in society today and so without further ado let's get right into it okay guys so the very first important topic that i do want to address today is about miss vanessa gillian i hope i'm pronouncing her name right but i'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with who vanessa is if you don't she was a part of the army she reported sexual sexual assault that happened at or Fort, Fort Hood, Texas, that she was located at. And she mysteriously went missing. N- apparently, nobody knew what happened to her. This was back in April. And now, fast forward to um, July. Recently, they allegedly found the remains of Miss Gillian not too far from the base, but she was burnt to ashes. And so... First and foremost, my heart goes out to her family. And it really woke me up, guys, because she was 20 years old. I'm 19. She was 20. I'll be 20 in September. But that was just... It was just wow. Like, And then the person suspected of doing this killed themselves. So my th- my whole thing with this is if you're not guilty, why commit suicide? There is a lot of suspicious stuff that's been going on down there in Fort Hood, Texas for a long time. But this case sparked something down there that they don't want revealed because Crystal Martinez allegedly died in a car accident. Now, you may think these two are unrelated, but let me give you some context. Crystal and Vanessa were both at Fort Hood, Texas. That's where they were stationed. They were both in the Army. Crystal also experienced sexual assault, sexual harassment at this base. And she was one of the first to speak up for Vanessa and speak out. And speak out of about what's been happening in Fort Hood, Texas for a while. And it's not just this base. It's happening all across the country where women in service are being sexually harassed, sexually assaulted. And it's really sad because most of the time these women are blamed for being victims of sexual assault or being victims of sexual harassment. And that is not right by any means. That is not okay. These women were women of color. They deserve respect on their name. And I will I won't dare let their names be tarnished because of what somebody thinks of them because they thought they had something to do with what led up to their deaths. No. I refuse to do that. No, it's not right. And these are just two 
women. They were women of color. This, this is just two. But they sparked something revolutionary that is going to happen within our military system. Mark my words now. They sparked something because there was a trending hashtag on Twitter. It was like, I am Vanessa. And it was a god-awful ton of women who were in service. Maybe some of them were in the Navy, the Air Force, whatever branch that you could think of. It was just women coming out and telling their stories about sexual harassment, sexual assault that goes on within these rankings, within these confinements of our military system, being the Navy, the military, the Army, the Air Force, just things of those at at that prestige, that status, that go on all the time. But in the end, when they report... This, this really gets to me, you guys. They, people higher than them in command, tell them not to report. Because if they do, one, they will be blamed. Two, they will more they will most likely lose their jobs and their reputation will be tarnished and they will be relocated as a problem child, for lack of a better term, to whatever base they transfer to. And this is throwing women under the dirt. Basically, what this system is telling women, we don't care about you. You don't belong here in the first place. Men are superior to you. That's not right. So I applaud every single last woman that has stepped up and had the courage to voice what has happened to them within being in a position of protecting our country. I salute them. Women are one. We are the strongest human beings on this planet. The strongest. We endure the most crap. Especially women of color. And even more than that, black women. Like I've said before, black women are the most disrespected group of individuals in this country. Women in general are the most disrespected group of individuals. So they deserve some respect. Crystal and Vanessa. I am rooting for them. Because quite honestly, I don't believe that Miss Martinez died of a car accident. I think her car was tampered with. That's just my opinion. I have no facts to back that up, but that's how I feel. In connection into... And with her connection with Vanessa, that's how I feel. And so, moving on, I want to talk about Elijah McClain. Now, you guys know Elijah. This young man played violins for cats in shelters because he thought they were lonely. He was not a violent human being. He lived in Colorado, and he was walking home one night with the ski mask on because he had anemia, and he was trying to keep warm. 
And if you guys don't know what anemia is or somebody that is anemic, it has something to do with their iron levels to a certain extent. Um, People who are anemic usually get cold faster. And so I'm not an expert, but with my experience with anemic people, usually they take iron pills and they get they tend to get cold quicker than normal people. But this man was walking home in a ski mask and somebody reported him suspicious. One, because he was black and two, he was wearing a ski mask. So no other than the reason that he was black and wearing a ski mask, they automatically assumed and jumped to conclusions that he had done something wrong. So when the officers came out there to Mr. McLean, he was brutally assaulted. And when I mean brutal, I mean brutal. You could not tell what this man looked like in the hospital. He was brutally attacked. And while he was laying on that ground, he was apologizing. This country is crap. Complete crap. And so when the EMTs arrived, they injected him with two doses of a medication that is used for calming down people of aggressive nature, for lack of a better term. But I think the medication that they gave him, it's been, it's been shown that it was the right dosage that they gave him. But under the circumstances in which they gave it, They should have realized he was not an aggressive individual. He was hyperventilating. He was just in the utmost shock and hysterical. So they equated that to aggressive behavior to seduce him, to get him under control. This man laid in the hospital. I believe it was for two days. And after that, that man died. There is no there has been no justice served for Mr. McClain. He needs his justice. He was an innocent human being. He played the violin for kittens in in an animal shelter. Like I don't understand. And of course, it was white men who did this to him, white policemen. This is ridiculous, guys. This is getting to a point where it's just unimaginable. I can't fathom this. It's ridiculous. Now, Brianna Taylor, this woman has been dead. She was murdered over a hundred days ago, and there has not been any consequences other than the firing. Of the cop that took the fatal shot at Brianna. But that's not enough. It is not enough. Not near enough. All the individuals that were there at that apartment. They need to be fired. Arrested. Prosecuted. All of them. 
And now recently what has surfaced is that Miss Taylor lived in an area of gentrification. Basically, gentrification has something to do with the government. And it has been proven that Louisville, Kentucky has been getting money. And I mean millions of dollars for the area that Miss Taylor lived in. Now, if you don't know what gentrification is, basically gentrification is the government buying property at a lower value and then going to raise the property values over time. And they usually target areas of low income. So basically they're targeting black people and people of color. And like I said, this is all interconnected. So gentrification happens the white man starts putting liquor stores on every corner gas stations on every corner so to an average human gentrification might seem as a good thing they're fixing up the neighborhood but think on a deeper level here think just get with me here think on a deeper level you're placing all these drug stores on every other corner of a black neighborhood of a neighborhood that contains mostly people of color what is alcohol known to do as we all know when people are intoxicated they do not think properly and they might act on some emotions that they feel in the present time And so, increased alcohol consumption can relate to crimes happening in a neighborhood. Black on black crimes. So, like I said, you guys, this is all interconnected. But back to Miss Taylor. Most people, some people are starting to believe that people higher up in the system above the police told them false information that where Miss Brianna Taylor lived was a drug ring that there was drugs running through there all the time which was not true just so they could go in that neighborhood and allow all this to happen over gentrification so I'm not saying that that is the complete reason that Miss Taylor is not with us now. But do I believe it has something to do with that? Yes, I do. And so, there you go. So, let's move on to another topic. Lynchings. Now, you would think lynching is something that we have moved past as a society, but clearly we have not. Literally three days ago, a black man was almost lynched in public with witnesses in Indiana. And previous to this black man, there were five other victims of lynchings that they ruled suicides. But as we all know, the activity of the KKK has risen. 
over the past few months. And so lynchings, look into the history of the KKK. This was their signature. So those lynchings were not suicides. Don't let society tell you they were. They just do not want to investigate because it will lead to the KKK. They don't want to tell you that, but these men did not kill themselves. No. And if you think about it, just logically, a person that would want to commit suicide would not want to do it publicly where a lot of witnesses could possibly see Most people that commit suicide do it within the confinements of where they are in their home. So this is logically not making sense as to why you will rule it a suicide unless you're hiding something, which this country always does. So I'm not surprised that they have ruled it suicides. And if we didn't and still, even though that we have the evidence now, the white people Men are killing black individuals by lynching. Nothing has been done to those individuals that attempted to kill Mr. Vaughn. That is his name. That was his first name. Who was almost lynched in Indiana. Nothing has been done about these individuals, even though it was clearly caught on tape by many witnesses. Nothing has been done. So... protest these individuals need to be brought in and prosecuted to the full extent of the law like you would do a black person like you would do a person of color they need to be brought in and treated just as someone of our stature would be treated innocent until proven guilty right but if you're black or a person of color you're guilty until proven innocent and usually You're always guilty in the eyes of the law. So, therefore, we need to do more. There's plenty of people who have posted information as to who you can contact about the attempted lynching in Indiana. I will make sure to post something in my Instagram story or on my Snapchat story. Something of that nature to get the information out because this cannot stand. We cannot stand for this. No, we cannot. And then another issue that I would like to address is Mr. Kanye West announcing that he will like to run for president. Black people, people of color, especially young black people and young people of color, listen to me very closely. This is a tactic. This is something that Donald Trump would want. Now, why would you say that? It's already been proven in the past that Kanye is a supporter of Trump. They are friends. There's pictures of him on the internet wearing a hat and make America great again. So, he's been openly, he's been openly supporting Trump before. So, this is nothing but a tactic to split the millennial vote away from where it needs to be because let's just get real for a second what independent 
has won a presidency election. What independent has? It's always been either a Democrat or a Republican that is winning an election. So this is nothing but a tactic to split our votes away from where it needs to be. So with that being said, I don't want to spend too much time on that because literally this man has the nerve. But please be aware of this and let's stay focused on what we need to do for November. Let's stay focused. Don't let this distract you and take your vote away from something that need, that is an essential vote for this country and the direction in which this country will go. Don't allow that to take away or steal away the importance of what needs to happen in November. And guys, I just want to leave you with this. This is what I'm what I'm talking about now on my podcast. I have always felt like this, you guys. This is not nothing new for me. But I'm recently stepping out of my shell and voicing my opinion. I was vocal about this to my friends in high school, my very close friends. I was I've been vocal about this within my inner circle. I just never expressed it outwardly. And now I am, which I am very grateful for. Now, I would like to tell you about a project that I did my senior year of high school. It was a poetry project. And our teacher told us to choose a poem and design a project out of that poem. And so the poem that I chose was Let America Be America Again by Langston Hughes. And I would really like for you guys to just read the words and comprehend what Mr. Hughes is saying in that Let America Be America Again. Please go read it. But the overview of this Let America be America again, the nation that it was supposed to be before all the corruption and all the power and all the money took over. Let it be what it was designed to be originally, the land of the free. But in his poem, I love how he reiterates this in different stanzas he talks about. Letting America be America again. But America was never America to me. America was never America for me. I'm paraphrasing a little here. America was never America that was made for me. A black person, a person of color. Because like I've said before, the principles that this country was founded upon our founding fathers were white men so they were not trying to include black people they were thinking about white men in power so this country was never this country for me it never was it never has been but now is the time for change So, yes, guys, this is something that I have always felt very opinionated about. I've always been passionate about. 
this is one of the reasons I decided to do a minor that many people probably would not consider African-American studies. I want to know more about our history because it is not taught. I don't know what God has in store for me in my future or this podcast. But I know in due timing, in his timing, he will reveal it to me when I am ready. And I will never stop voicing how I feel about these issues. I will never stop being a voice to the voiceless. I will never stop. I encourage you guys. Step out of your comfort zone and do something you normally wouldn't do. This is something maybe two years ago I would never thought about doing. But now I'm glad I did. I challenge you, step out of your comfort zone. Talk about the uncomfortable conversations. Have those uncomfortable conversations. They're needed, especially now because it's time to change. Once again, guys, we have reached the conclusion of She Is Me Unapologetically, and I thank you guys for listening all the way through. I'm sending my love and my prayer to you guys. Thank you. Black Lives Matter. See you next time, guys.